Have you ever had spotted dick? Spotted dick is quite good, thank you. Okay. I like to have it with a glass of tea. With a couple of lumps of sugar. I, I suggest you also have it with some penicillin. My name is Matt. Got Ashley, got Hannah, got Ted, all here in the studio. Episode six to the Extraordinary Files podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about some mysterious Hollywood deaths. And we're going to actually call this part one, Mysterious Hollywood Deaths, part yeah, one. There's just too many to do in one, one episode. Right. Well, that's if this episode goes well. <laughs> okay. There will not be a part two. If this episode stinks it up. I'm surprised we actually have another episode, regardless. <laughs> Truth. I mean, it is pretty Truth. surprising. It is. I don't we know. Are we're going to be the only ones listening. We are. <laughs> That's why we have three downloads. My husband probably stopped listening already. <laughs> well, Hannah does have a couple thousand fetish friends that listen to all of her stuff. Get your fetish friends to yeah. listen. I, I was going to say that, actually. Your fetish friends are the perfect audience for I mean, podcast. Right, because then they can hear me and... They they usually, would, yeah, they usually have sound in your videos. They can jerk off to your voice. Yes, yeah, yeah. they can. They can jerk off to my voice. I'm sure there's a few in there that like oh my goodness. have that as a fetish. So, I'll, I'll promote us on my fetish app. Every now and then just make a oh, sound. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to do it and then I could. <laughs> She's like, I don't perform on demand. <laughs> That's why we are extraordinary people. <laughs> Actually, being a submissive, I do have to kind of perform on demand, so. Well, I hope you do that better than you do your research. <laughs> Zing. That's a mic Damn. drop. Got right. Let's see. All so right. we're going to, yeah, we're going to talk about mystery, mysterious Hollywood deaths, and we're going to talk about this lady whose name is Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood was 1938. That's when she was born. She she died 1981. Isn't that right, Hannah? Yep, that's what it looks like. All right. That's what it looks like because she doesn't know. She's I'm just reading it. Reading it. <laughs> I do know that she was born in San Francisco, right? That's correct. And she started acting at an early age. Yes, she did. Roughly how old was she? She was four years old. And let's see, at 11, she was, appeared on Miracle on 34th Street, mm -hmm. Rebel Without a Cause, and The West Side Story. Yes, that was probably one of her biggest roles. She played Maria. She played Maria. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie, Matt? No. You, what? Okay, see, you get after me. I'm only saying that because you don't see any movies. Now you know how I feel. Oh, I'm the have, music so geek, though. Seen I've seen all... I've seen all of the musicals. Have you actually seen it? Yes. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think we had to watch it in school. Probably. We always watched it on days when they like didn't have a proper sub or something. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I watched it during school. Mm -hmm. I would sit down and watch it just because I needed to good watch a good movie. That's for darn sure. I'd put probably put some sort of a Terrible, scary movie, scary movie. Yeah, <laughs> that Ashley doesn't watch. She still to this day. And we were just talking about another movie you didn't watch. Pulp Fiction. <sighs> Pulp Fiction hasn't seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah, didn't know. And we were talking about that because Christopher Walken has a role to play in today's story. Christopher Walken. I, and yeah. I wish I could do a good Christopher I know. Walken impersonation. Yeah. Because it'd be great. It would be great. Insert Christopher Walken impression here. That's right. <laughs> if anybody out there can do a Christopher Walken impression, a good one, get with us. We could use you for several things. So if you're listening to us and, and if you do it or you know anybody that can do Christopher Walken, pretty spot on, get a hold of us somehow. Yeah. We got something for you. <laughs> All right. All right. So go ahead. Why don't you tell us, Ashley, a little bit, Natalie Wood. This is your, this is so your field of anybody interest. Anybody who's interested in, in some of these stories, I feel super loud right now. You are. Just playing good. You know what? So are you, Matt. I'm, I paid to be. <laughs> are you paid? If you're getting paid, I'm underpaid. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's because you don't know how to negotiate All your right. contract well enough. 
All right. So anybody who's interested in a lot of this stuff has probably heard. Um, <clears throat> will you stop clicking I know, on, I on the Google Docs? <laughs> <laughs> um, has probably heard some updates on the Natalie Wood case. Um, she's been her case was reopened in 2011, so she's kind of been back in the um, the the news and um, on covers of magazines and things like that. Um, so to start off, I cannot see f- this thing for all your clicky shit, Matt. Um, so <laughs> what are you shaking your head at? No, nothing. Yeah. Um, so she was known to have a fear of the water. Um, and I guess this was inst- instilled in her by her mom. I guess her mom took her to see a fortune teller at an early age and this fortune teller basically told her she was going to drown and that's how she was going to die. Weird, right? At, at a young age. At, at, a, at a very young age. Yeah. Um. So I guess her mom kind of just made What it... type of person tells a kid, hey, you're going to die? Right. Right. Drowning. And then, And then not only that, her mom seems to be kind of plagued by it and like well makes her even more scared yeah well she makes her like way more terrified of it i guess she had nightmares of drowning um she was like even afraid to shower and wash her hair um she never learned to swim all of that's going to be important here as we discuss what happened to her um so she was she was known for her beauty and her incredible talent and i guess um one of her most defining features were it was her voice um, so she had a beautifully, beautifully relaxed feminine voice. Yes, she, she just kind of like Hannah, right, Hannah? Yeah. If you've seen, you just go. like Hannah, just like it, <laughs> just like my voice, not like my voices right now. <clears throat> right, your beautiful voice. Yeah, Ash. if you've seen West Side Story, you know that her voice is, it's pretty, pretty beautiful. Um, so she cut back on acting and took a three-year break before returning to the screen. Um, What'd she take a break for? She felt like she was always, are you testing me? You're testing me. Just, I mean, I'm, as a listener, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Do you know she why? She had a lot of internal struggles with feeling like she didn't have control over her own life. She was doing what she was supposed to do, what her mom expected of her. And she was just kind of figuring out her path in life as most, um, you know, actors and actresses experience in their. Gotcha their 20s whatever um so she took the three-year break before returning um and so she married her husband robert wagner in 1957 they divorced a couple years later she married someone else in between they got divorced hannah what do you know who robert wagner is no i'm really bad with names okay He's still an actor. I mean, I'm sure he's an actor. Yeah. Still to this day. And I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a movie that you've seen that he's in. Well, let me Google him. No, don't Google him. <laughs> I'm Googling him. She'll Wikipedia she... him because that's what she does for research. <laughs> yeah. You guys. Austin, he, he was in Austin Powers. Does that help you? <clears throat> um, As number two. Okay. I know who number two is. Not the young number two. The old number two. The original number two. Yeah, not him as a young version, though, in the second episode. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Oh, my God. I, I don't rem- okay, I do remember the there being a young one. But, I, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. So, the young one is... Um, I don't know. Look at me. I haven't seen it. <laughs> this just in. Ashley does not watch any... Movies, except for musicals. If it's a musical, she's in there. She's singing it. She's That's making absolutely sure she's true. Eating popcorn and just belting <laughs> out all the musical lines. But she will not watch any other movie I of love substance. My I do love my musicals. It doesn't matter if I it's not a some. musical. We cannot ask Ashley anymore <laughs> if she's seen it because it's going to be no. And but she thinks scary movies are corny. Shut up. But we do know that she did play the cymbals in the band. Take, takes talent. I play the flute and piccolo, too. <laughs> Don't make a joke. She plays the flute and the piccolo. This one time at band camp? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Isn't a piccolo smaller than a flute? Yes. So then... <laughs> I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> so then... 
You can yeah. basically categorize your guys, flutes or piccolos. Yeah, but there's also a bass flute, a tenor flute, and an alto flute. Which one's the biggest? Bass. That's all Hannah cares about. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> all right. So Back on track. They have a curved mouthpiece. That's what she said. <laughs> That's perfect. So... Anyway, Robert Wagner so, Robert is Wagner. the original number two. Right. So she married him, divorced him, married some other dude for a very short period of time, divorced him, and then her and Wagner got remarried a few years later. So they weren't good enough the first time. She married <laughs> somebody else. It was like a midlife crisis thing. She was like, I don't have control of my life. So it's I'm her gonna, fault. I'm going to leave him. Okay. Okay. And then, so that is around the time they started um, filming for the movie Brainstorm in 1981, which wasn't released until 1983. Um, so that's also when she first met and began working with Christopher Walken. Okay. And I'm assuming that's going to bring here <laughs> come up with something interesting. Go yes, ahead. Yes, yes, this is important. Natalie and Robert Wagner... Um, invited Christopher to join them on their yacht, um, which was called the Splendor, for their Thanksgiving giving weekend to Catalina Island. Um, so this is where my questions first start. First of all, if she does not like water, and she's terrified of water, why is she getting on a yacht? Well, because just because you're on a boat doesn't mean you're going to get the water. I mean, I know people that are afraid of water, and are not okay with getting on a boat. And Maybe I mean, she she's thought... reportedly like terrified of water. She had an incident even as, as a child where she actually fell off of this bridge during recording for one of her movies, broke her wrist or ankle or one of those <laughs> body parts. And um, I'm aware you're recording and now I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and so that like further her furthered, further made her fear worse. Because she water. fell off of yeah, the bridge. So if she's so terrified of water, why is she getting on a yacht in the first place? Well, if okay. she was, on, if she was on a bridge, was there water underneath the bridge? Yeah, yeah, it was like real. It then why was just... she even on the bridge? Her mother, her mother convinced her it was safe. Believe it or not. Okay. See, that's a good question, though. Sketchy mother. Right. Right. Okay. It's it's thought that Christopher and Natalie may have had a thing, an interest in each other. Because um, of the relationship in the movie? In the movie, and, and they were just kind of getting getting closer and flirty and friendly. Um, so the captain of the yacht, his name was Dennis Davern. Um, he considered himself a family friend, and he had been the captain for like five years or something. Um, so it was on the boat. Let's set the scene. It was the captain, Davern, Natalie, Robert Wagner, and Christopher Walken. That's who we have. That's it. No servants? No, it's just them. Okay. What? I'm just surprised there was a yacht with no servants. No, it was Who just them. Who gets them all their alcohol? They did it all themselves. Okay. A star <laughs> does something for themselves? Yeah. Well, I mean, this right. was 1981. Okay. Throughout the course of the weekend, everyone drank heavily, including the captain, which is great, right? <laughs> I want the captain of my boat, when I'm afraid of water, to be... Incredibly intoxicated. Anyway, so I guess Natalie and Wagner had an argument Friday night. Um, the captain, Davern, reports getting concerned, and um, I guess he asked Walken to step in and break up the fight, to which Walken's response was, you don't get in the middle of a fight between a husband and wife. So what was he upset with? I think the the story goes that they were probably arguing over the fact that Natalie probably had a thing for for Walken, and that somebody asked Walken to come. <laughs> was Wagner upset that Walken was there? Um, it, it's I think it's theorized that he wanted him there to kind of feel out if something was actually happening. Gotcha. Between the two of them, because he was suspicious. Um, so. The captain asked Walken to step in and kind of break up the argument. And he was like, nope, not doing it. And so that night, Davern took Wood to shore um, in the dinghy. The dinghy? <laughs> it's so fun to say dinghy. Um, Natalie Wood Natalie was in the dinghy. Wood <laughs> was in the dinghy. Got in the dinghy, which is a very questionably, I mean, that's 
not the best boat to be in either if you're afraid of water because it's well but if you're going to shore that's the only way you're gonna so it's probably like a tender well right tender back and forth so she needed the captain to do that so the captain took her to shore and so his, his first report of the story goes that he dropped her off at the hotel and she stayed there overnight by herself after they looked into it he did admit that he stayed at that hotel with her that night but he reports it was just friendly they had some wine and they went to bed okay suspicious right so was this uh was the captain captain. a good looking cat or i don't know so maybe something the captain is don't i'm sure he was interested even if nothing that sounds that way Mm -hmm. little hanky pinky with the captain so yeah he originally lied to the authorities claiming that they all stayed on the yacht that night apparently yeah, there were reports that him and her both stayed in the hotel room. So he confirmed that when they were like, no, you're lying to us. So suspicion one with the captain, right? Okay. So then on Saturday, they went back to the yacht. I guess things kind of blew over. Um, and there was probably just some discussion of whether to stay and finish the weekend or cut the trip short and everybody go do their normal stuff. Um, Christopher Walken expressed his interest to stay, so they all decided to stay and finish finish the weekend. So, Saturday, they spent the day on shore, pretty much just drinking the day away. That was just walking, wa- or walking and wood, though, right? They started just walking in wood when right. ashore. So, you have this time where the captain and Wagner are on the ship together before they join them. What were they doing on the ship together? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> right. They're on, so they get that there on the boat. Then you got these other two. It seems like some sort of a swinger fest or something. <laughs> so later, <laughs> then Wagner and Davern join Wood and walk in. Um, so they meet for dinner, and this is—I think this part's funny. This is oddly specific. They interviewed the waitress that served them at dinner. They between the four, four people, they had two bottles of wine, two bottles of champagne. And one of the men was ordering daiquiris. <laughs> I feel like it was walking, right? A daiquiri? What's like, wrong with a daiquiri? Like, it could be a tasty beverage. <laughs> it can be, but it, like, just one of the guys was ordering daiquiris. I thought it was funny. Walking is a daiquiri guy. And they reported that, um, Davern reported that Wood and Walken were being especially flirty that evening. Um, so they get back on the boat. Extremely drunk, and there they continue to keep drinking on the yacht. Um, This is where different reports come in. Um, Some witnesses from nearby boats report hearing an argument of a woman screaming for help. Um, I guess they decided not to respond when they heard a man reply, um, like, it's okay, you're fine, like, whatever. They, They decided it wasn't something to be worried about and thought it was just typical party party happenings. Um, and then Wagner reports getting into a nonviolent political debate with Walken. Um, that's when Natalie Wood got bored. She left the room. About an hour later, Wagner said he went to kiss her goodnight and could not find her. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. That's right. <laughs> so... 1.30 a.m., da- Davern and Wagner reported Wood missing to the Coast Guard. This was an hour after they he first realized that she was, he couldn't find her. They waited an hour to, to report it. Well, they might have just been, you know, looking around, whatever. But they couldn't find her. They reported it at 1.30. 7.30 a.m., her body was found floating in the water. She was wearing a nightgown. A red down coat and wool socks. She wouldn't get her feet cold. Um, the dinghy was nearby. It was crashed up against the rocks or whatever. And the engine was off. The gear was in neutral and the oars were locked. Which they believe is a sign that she didn't try to actually start it. So they think she was trying to grab onto it and, and hold it as a flotation device. Well, how did the dinghy get loose from the boat? So, <clears throat> good question. So... 
first off, the coroner stated that her alcohol level was at least 0.14. That's almost double the legal limit. Right. That's right. like seven to eight glasses of wine. And she was not alert. <laughs> She's a tiny person. Okay. She had bruises on her arms, legs, and a cut on her cheek. They ruled her death as accidental, but they also saw scratch marks on the side of the dinghy, which indicated that she tried to grab onto it. Okay. So what happened? We've got several theories here. Accidental drowning? What are you laughing at? Because she was trying to grab the dinghy. <laughs> Wood was trying to get the dinghy. <laughs> Hannah don't contribute much, but when she does, boy, they are gems. Right? <sighs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. All right, so... Possibly it's an accident. It could possibly be an accident. She, she could have fallen off the step and tried to grab onto the dinghy and she's drunk. Falling so off the step of what? You mean off the There's overboard? steps from the, the yacht to the dinghy, like down. You have to go down. Hang on. Let me, let okay. me read this next part. So accidental drowning. Um, the biggest suspect otherwise would be Wagner. I guess after he heard, like, how they found her and that her scratch marks were on the side of the dinghy, he said, and it was, like, a very specific the way he said it. There's, like, a quote. I didn't include it. But he said, it makes sense that it was too long to, it wasn't written out. That's it was, fine. So. <laughs> Just the important parts we'll leave out. It That's was, like, right. so. <sighs> no, no, you're good, good. He said. I mean, I have most of it. It was, like, he said, it would make sense that she was trying to stop the dinghy because it always beat up against the side of the boat. And she would ask him to go a lot of times and tighten up the ropes so it wouldn't ding against the boat and make noise. So he goes, it, may, it would make sense that she was trying to do that to stop it from making the noise. So he said it's likely that when she was doing that... She, her foot slipped on the algae and she fell into the water and then she tried to grab the dinghy and drowned. That's an extremely descriptive thought for him to say. Like, oh, that would make sense. That's how, that's how it happened. Well, I mean, there's a couple things that's odd about that. This was <laughs> 1980s, early 80s. Yeah. So you would have fenders on your boat in the first place. So that the way, especially if you have a yacht, mm -hmm. your captain would probably be... In, in charge of most of that stuff if you didn't have right. any deck hands. Right. So you would have fenders, which are those little inflatable things mm -hmm. to go on the sides of the boat mm -hmm. so that way when the boats are docked to next towards each other, they don't keep crashing into each other and yeah. marring up your yacht. That's another thing. One of the investigators said that's kind of an odd statement to make because the type of dinghy it was and where it was on the boat would not make noise. See? So. There you go. Weird. It is weird. Um, and then they also examined what? Well, and then I guess I'm having a, a I'm not truly understanding this, um, the algae. Where exactly mm -hmm. are they talking about this algae being? So the, there's steps that go down from the side of the yacht to the dinghy because there has to be a, a way to board the dinghy from the yacht. Okay. So that some of that is sometimes in the water. So it gets on the steps and it gets slippery. A good captain would have that cleaned off. Probably, but this is just a private... I don't know. Apparently, so. he spends yeah, his time. That's even drunk. worse. That's even more. These <laughs> private yachts. I mean, if you got money to own a yacht. Apparently, he spends his time drunk. So obviously, I don't know. But they also kind of checked that out, and I guess the evidence showed that the algae on the steps was undisturbed. So she didn't slip on the algae. So it's unlikely that she slipped on the algae. And if she went down that far, and she had wool socks on, yeah, would she step in the algae? Why would she be doing that? Why would she still she have her on? socks on? Exactly. Her sister gave reports saying, uh, there's also another story saying that she was, she was going to go ashore, but one, she wouldn't do that without the captain because she was terrified of water. Right. And then her sister reported, why would she do that with what she was wearing? Nightgown, socks, no shoes. Should, and it goes, yeah, that's socks. it. Like. Well, how did the boat get loose? First off, <laughs> maybe she was because the boat wasn't attached. Maybe. And then, but I mean, let's, let's, let's think about just the obvious here. Is it possible that she was almost two times the legal limit? Yes. She was <clears throat> pissed off or she thought she was this, that, whatever, walking along the boat. 
on the yep. outside, mm-hmm. being drunk and just fell overboard. That's possible. And then... So there's no evidence to... Right. So she could have fell overboard because she was out walking the deck in her socks, her nightgown, and her red down coat because she was outside. I mean, if you're in a fight and you're inside laying in bed and then all of a sudden you're going to get up and run out of the room because you're upset about something, are you going to stop and put your socks and put your coat on? I mean, not if you're drunk. So what if she's just <laughs> going to go outside and just get some fresh yeah. air and walk around there and all of a sudden, swoop. Yeah. Okay. Into the water. Well, let's keep looking at some of the other stuff. And in the scratch marks, she could have been crawl- crawling up the dinghy because yeah. she didn't have anything to keep afloat. So she yeah. was obviously trying to, trying to grab get back dinghy. up out of the water. Right. Okay. Let's so. look at some more here. All right. So I guess Davern added to his story later on that he heard Wagner drunkenly raging over the interactions between Wood and Walking, saying to Walken, what are you trying to do? Fuck my wife? Uh-oh. Oh. There you go. <laughs> but still, with a comment like that, you're surprised that Natalie's one dead, not Christopher Walken, right? <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, so I, Davern reports when Wagner came up to him after he realized that Wood was missing, he looked incredibly sweaty and like out of sorts and, and kind of crazy looking. And that's when he told him that he couldn't find Wood. Now, is that because weird stuff just went down and he killed his wife? Or because he's just crazy drunk and was arguing with Walken what over politics? I mean, I don't know, Hannah. If you're sweaty <laughs> and sometimes look out of sorts at 1130 at night, what right. else could be happening? <laughs> it's a good possibility. Oh, my goodness. Or well, not us. Yeah, I was going to say, could there be some fetish? There could this be. is where it gets really, really sketchy. Okay. Okay. So when he came up to tell Davern about her not being where she's supposed to be and missing, Wagner told Davern not to turn the floodlights on or turn the engine on to alert anyone nearby. Hmm. Why would he say that? Right. Well, A... Keep in mind, this is coming from Davern, who's added to his story over all of these years. And was drunk. And was drunk at the time as well. So So Davern could have been full of shit. Davern could have done it. And now he's made up all this stuff. But... So, okay, let's let's think logically. Let's say if you think she might be in the water, mm-hmm. don't turn on the engine don't for the fear. Turn, the engine kind of makes sense. Not sucking somebody but, up in the prop or type thing. But the floodlights. You would almost want to turn the lights on to try to see, see her or find her or... Or unless, too, this is in... Where was this at again? Uh, Catalina Islands. Uh, Catalina Islands. So there's probably lots of yachts all around them. Yeah. I mean, there so were several. you don't want to be that asshole yacht owner that maybe, turns their lights on at 1130. In the, you maybe know. his thought was maybe we don't turn them on to have them come over. And if she is in the water or something, they'd hit her. I don't know. Maybe. But that also makes it sound like he already knew she was in the water. <laughs> so, right. I well, know. I mean, if you're not on the boat. I mean, yeah. you're running out, you're running out <laughs> yeah, the places yeah, yeah, for yeah. her to be. Right. So... As I was going through some of the information, jealous Captain Davern. I mean, with staying with her in the hotel room, everything that's going on. Um, it took him many years to come forward with his version of the true story, quotation marks. Um, he came forward with those changes to his story in 2009, which, which helped prompt the reopening of the case in 2011. So weird. Sketchy. Very sketchy. Um, so, so Christopher Walken's role is surprisingly not suspicious from most of, from just about every account that they all gave, which is kind of funny because Christopher Walken just seems like a sketchy fella. But, but Walken <laughs> right? co- cooperated with all the He uh, did. He, he cooperated with the questions. Other than that, he pretty much won't talk about it at all, unless it's to authorities for... But, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, maybe he doesn't want to talk about the dead. If they were good friends, like, you know, he, you know, they claimed all along that they were good friends. Right. So that would be hard to talk about. I mean, He still claims that it was just an accident, nothing more. I mean, which, you know. He may. If you're in a fight or in a struggle and someone's going to pick you up and throw you out of bed, are they going to wait for you to put your socks on and put your coat on before you go outside? Right. That is true. What do you think happened? I don't know. What I'm saying is, because she was found with her socks on. Right. 
and wool socks mm-hmm. and her coat. Mm-hmm. So, like, if she's laying in bed, she it was, she, sounds she, like she was walking around out. Right. But if the they boat. were fighting inside, if they were fighting in there right. and she gets, you know, she's afraid for her safety or, you know, whatever, she's going to run outside and and try to run. She's not going to stop to put her socks on. She's not going to stop. Unless she to already put her had her on. socks on. She might yeah. have already had her coat. I mean, if I was arguing I'm, and I was getting ready to go out for some fresh air or something just to walk around the boat, I'd have my coat on. Right. Not necessarily shoes. And then then that also makes me think, you know, wool socks, wool socks, when they get wet, get very heavy. Mm-hmm. Right. And down coat. I mean, this and is a down yes. coat. There's down feathers. So that's going to, once weigh she hits the too. water, that'll weigh her down. Someone who's afraid of the water and can't swim. Yep. Or I shouldn't say, or, you know, afraid of the water and all that kind of stuff. They're going to be kicking like a mad donkey. Mm-hmm. And I would wonder or go to suggest, would those socks fall off? That's a good question. As you're kicking and flinging your feet in the water. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so then that... therefore, was she even conscious when she fell overboard? Uh-huh. So get this. So in 2012, after they reopened the case in 2011, they changed the cause of death from accidental drowning to drowning and other undetermined fact- factors. They determined that the bruising on her had occurred prior to getting into the water. I'd like to know how they determined that. Me too. And I figured you'd be the one to know. Yeah. Because a post, I mean, a post-mortem, I mean, you're not going to be able to, I don't, I, I would, I mean, you can tell if someone was dead before they fell into the water or if they drowned because when they take that, that breath, I mean, if they drown, you're going to have water in the lungs. Right. If they were dead and dumped, then you're not going to have a lot she, of water. She did drown because there was water in her lungs, okay. but they determined that, that a lot of the bruises occurred before the drowning. Which, I would be curious and interested to see to, that, how that, why. Okay. There's something about the coloring and, I don't know, well, the I way mean, they do it. Cause, I mean, bruises, they, there is a way to t- determine bruises, and it's used by their coloring, but it's usually within days. I mean, because you know how bruises get that yellow-green yeah. after, you know, the older stages and stuff, but... You can look more into it if you want. I mean, could she have been, I mean, I, I don't know exactly where they were there. Was there a tide coming in? Was waves? Could she have gotten hit up against rocks? Well, yeah, that's what they originally thought. That's why they didn't pay much mind to the bruises the first time around and ruled it accidental drowning. And then many, many, 20 years later, then they they come back and say the bruises happened afterwards. Mm -hmm. Before. I'm not buying that one. Well, look it up. I'm going to now. I'm going to have to call somebody. So the the bruising is, is the main factor in the change of cause of death here. Hmm. Um, 2013, the case is still open, and Wagner is the main person of interest. Walken is not. So now, now they're thinking concerned. Wagner has Wagner cooperated with the investigation. To my knowledge, I mean, he's told a different version of the story than the captain. They're all their versions are different, although Walken and the captain, Captain Daverns are the most closely related hmm. and probably have the most consistent. in common. Correct. Wagner's on the other hand have, have more discrepancy discrepancies and odd shit that no one else has mentioned. What if Wood found out that Wagner and the captain were doing a little hanky panky and got pissed? <laughs> See, no one thought about that one. Yep. So she found out why her and Walken were out drinking over at the Island. Wagner and the captain were. Yeah, I'm sure that's what was happening. Putting on the cabin boy's mm-hmm. hat. Yeah, probably. Playing something. You're so right, Matt. Yeah. Hey, you can. Broke back <laughs> As I say, she chimes in. With... She chimes in with pure gold. Pure gold. But yeah, there's just there's several things there that just don't make sense to me. Yeah, it's 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 odd. Then how again though? The, if the boat was tied up, and usually when they tie boats up, you know, you put them on the cleat, and it's several, you know, figure eights back and forth, back and forth. It's just not going to work itself loose. Uh-huh. So, so my mind, if she accidentally fell over, mm-hmm. how did the boat get loose? I mean, if it was already loose, if she was, say, we're going on Wagner's extremely specific theory that she was t- trying to tighten it, it would have already been loose and. 
I'd have to see the boat and the dinghy and how they lined up and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I still don't know why she wouldn't call and say, Captain, get your ass out there because I'm paying you good money right. to be the captain. And then while you're out there tying up the dinghy properly, she is. you need to clean the goddamn drunk. algae off the steps, too. <laughs> well, and then yeah. she's scared of water, though. So why I know. She... None of it really makes sense. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't try. do any of that by yeah. herself. Right. So, yeah, her fixing the dinghy don't make sense. No. Being drunk, being pissed drunk, and falling overboard while she's just... That know, makes sense. That makes sense to me. But then I don't know how the boat got loose. Because, again, the boat's... I mean, it might get loose... Where it's not completely tight, but it's not going to completely detach itself mm-hmm. from the boat. So your dinghy is just out drifting. You can't have a dinghy <laughs> just flapping around. <laughs> we don't. You just don't have flapping dinghies. Right, Hannah? Sometimes. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother flapping dinghy then. <laughs> But as a, as and a, there's as, the intro to this episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's so. Uh, there, yeah, there's that's so it's still open. It's still open. They I don't know it. that anything here re- recently. I have not come across anything here. So who's uh who's the next on the list there? So we've got uh, George Reeves. Who's George Reeves, Matt? Do you know? I've seen movies. So, just in case. Asshole alert. Yes. You don't have to ask me <laughs> who certain people are. Tell, now, me, tell me. Tell me. What's his name again? <laughs> who are we talking about? George Reeves. Oh, George. George. George was George. the original Superman. You got it. That's right. And, wow, there's some. There's a. There's some what? Oh. Typos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, here's a hot news flash because I read this and now I'm glad you're seeing what I seen originally. Like, okay, wait a minute. These notes are messed. Wait, what? You what? know I typed what? this on my phone, right? Okay. Okay. George Reeves lived from 1914 to 1959. Um, he was mostly known for his role uh, as Clark Kent and Superman in the t- TV series The Adventures of Superman that aired in the 50s. He had trouble landing roles afterwards because he was typecasted, which was actually one of his initial fears before accepting the role. So, poor guy. But, um, by 1959, he had not landed a role in two years. Tough times. Uh, June 16th, 1985, he was found dead with a shot to the head. The police ruled suicide. You're making some faces, Matt. Oh, I'm 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 looking at uh, Natalie along? Woods. I'm sorry, I'm still back there. I'm looking at her uh, autopsy report as we speak. Sorry. Well, let's jump back. Tell me about it. Well, what are you seeing? Well, I'm I mean, I'm looking. I got. Give me a minute. Go ahead with Reeves here and let me. Uh, it's only like a six thousand page report. I got to just peruse <laughs> real quick. But go ahead. We'll come back next week when you've read it all, Matt. <laughs> right. All right. So he was in gore. In gore. <laughs> The dinghy was engorged. Oh, wait, we're on Reeves now. That's right. We're on another. Freudian slip. She has actual tears. <laughs> he was engaged to Lenore Lemon and due to be married just days later. So people question why he would do such a thing when he was, in fact, the happiest he'd been in quite a long time. So that night, him and his fiance had gone out for dinner. They had been heavily drinking uh, and went home. Reports say he had gone to bed already. Um, a couple of friends and neighbors showed up kind of for an unplanned party. You know, just come over, knocking on the door. I'd kill somebody if they did that at my house. <laughs> <laughs> and so his fiance and, and them were downstairs kind of drinking and having a party. And he came downstairs irritated and upset and kind of ripped him a new one. Um, cooled off when he realized he was kind of freaking out and losing it a little bit. Um, apologized, had another drink or two, and then went back to bed. A couple hours later, the guests from downstairs report hearing a gunshot go off. There that night was Lenore Lemon, Reeves' fiance, William Bliss, Robert Condon, and Carol Van Ronkel. That's a name. 
who lived a few blocks away. Um, and then her husband and screenwriter, Rip Van Ronkel. <laughs> How's that for a name? Rip Van Ronkel. I Rip thought Van you, Ronkel. <laughs> I thought you put R.I.P. Van Ronkel. Like you <laughs> Rest in peace, <laughs> Van Ronkel. Oh, my God, Hannah. Okay. So he was a screenwriter. Whatever. Most of these people are in the film industry, and that's that's how they knew each other. After they heard the gunshot, there was a little bit of a lag before they called the police, which there really is no explanation for. But the police re- arrived uh, about an hour after the gunshot. Um, and they did arrive soon after they were actually called. So um, they didn't apologize or have an explanation for the delay. Um, I feel like I'm talking to no one since Matt's reading the autopsy report from Natalie Wood. <laughs> no, no, I'm listening. <laughs> Hannah's like, <laughs> well, Hannah's I'm listening to you. Ted's looking at me like, why the fuck is Ashley doing this segment? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do it, Matt? Do what? Do you want to finish? No, okay. no. I don't even know where you're at. <laughs> so they never apologized. <laughs> or... So yeah, they never had an explanation for the fact that, you know, they waited an hour to call the police. A little weird. Pretty weird. A little weird. And I mean, especially the fact that one of them was his fiance. Like, I'd be losing my damn mind if right. my fiance had just committed suicide and well, I'd and call the police. Why well, did you not call right away? Like, that's <clears throat> just... Their, their excuse, I guess, is they were in shock and they were intoxicated. I don't know. I, I mean, don't it, I mean, it can't mean when you're just trying to process everything i mean I, I can somewhat see that or you're trying to i mean you know this is a this is a star party too right, right. i mean there's lots of stuff Who knows? Going on. right i mean there could have been i mean like hannah knows about these fetish parties <laughs> something along the lines of that they're trying to clean up the goats and that's the, why he was so goats. pissed off when he came oh downstairs yeah, he's seen he's seen goats and swings i don't know about goats <clears throat> just to be fair Oh, you mean in your fetishes? Yeah, in my personal, your personal ones. My personal oh, ones. Yeah. Okay. Goats aren't in there. Just Hannah's to... mom, no goats. <laughs> so, but I mean, or it could be you know drugs and trying to clean up or something. You know, something probably some cocaine. Or it could be completely innocent. You know, I mean, it's possible that they're just in shock and all because he's dead. I mean, if you shot him in the head, then it might be you know pretty self-evident now. Well, go ahead and go on to your next point there okay. I guess, before I move on into it. So, so the official story given by his fiance, Lenore Lemon, I just, I love that name, Lenore Lemon, um, anyway, placed her in the living room with the party guests at the time of the shooting. Hearsay statements from Reeves's friend and colleague from Gone with the Wind, Fred Crane, Note that he was not at the party that night, but this is what was told to him was that, or from Bliss, who was there. He told him that after the shot rang out. So Bliss, a guy that was there, uh-huh, told, told Crane. Crane, who wasn't there, mm-hmm. but he's just retorting mm-hmm. the story to him. Mm-hmm. All right. He, he, told, he told Crane that really? Bliss, he was <laughs> having a drink, and Lenore Lemon came downstairs and said, tell them I was down here. Tell them I was down here. Tell who? Well, I would assume the police. Anybody. So he didn't... But well, No, I said that. Like, if she just comes balls to wall, busting downstairs, mm-hmm. tell them I was here. What, yeah. What do you mean? You know, he's sitting back drinking some yak and probably snorting a something. <laughs> you know, tell who what? It was after the shot. They heard the gunshot, and then apparently she came running downstairs saying, tell them I was down here. Okay. You got it? Does it yes. Make sense? And they only heard one shot. They only heard the one shot. Okay. All reports say that they only heard a single shot. But scientifically, it's been proven that sometimes when you hear things like that, if they were rapid succession, I mean... Especially drunk. Yeah. Sometimes it's very hard to determine or establish the number of shots that's properly been going, you know, that was actually went off. Okay. So things are a little bit sketchy here in the the physical um, findings. All right. Let's hear it. So some of these odd things they found were no fingerprints. Recovered from the gun, not even Reeves. Hmm. No gunpowder residue was found on Reeves's hands. Okay, but at that time, that wasn't necessarily a 
always done. So 100% was it tested for? Do we know? I, I think it was tested if they said it wasn't found on him. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, here it says some sources say that it may not have been looked for. Okay. As so it was not routinely performed. So we would have to look on his autopsy report. <clears throat> right. Okay, let me write this down. So you're an ass. No, I'm not, I wanna, <laughs> no, I want to look up the autopsy reports. So the bullet that killed Reeves was recovered from the bedroom ceiling. The spent shell casing was found under his body. So it went through his head into the ceiling? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just so. He was reportedly sitting on the bed. Does it say where the shot how he shot himself. I know in the head, does it say temple under chin in the mouth? I don't, I did not find that anywhere. That's going to be, we'll have to check out the autopsy report. Um, two additional bullets were discovered in the bedroom floor. Okay. All three bullets had been fired from the same weapon at his feet. Okay. Um, even though, Everyone there reported just one, one gunshot sound. Okay. And he could, and, and, and fair claim, I guess he could have been popping he, two other shots off into the floor by himself and just never reloaded the gun. Yeah. At some other, some other time. day beforehand, just, just for, for shit. Singles, giggles. he yeah. wanted to shoot the floor. <laughs> you know. um, right. It happens. Um, so there was no sign of forced entry or any other physical evidence that somebody else had been in the room. Um, despite all of the unanswered questions. Did it say whatever they, type of gun it was, by the way? Obviously, it was a spent 30, casing, so it had to be an automatic. Yeah. Because I, if it was a revolver, then the casings wouldn't have been found under his body. So they ruled it as a suicide. So there's, there's different stories. Obviously, when you have a lot of people partying and drunk... They're all going to have a different story, right? <laughs> That's the theme here. So another source says that he went to bed alone around midnight, but came down in an irritable mood. Okay, that lines up. About an hour later, when when Mrs. Van Ronkel uh, showed up with Bliss. Um, Van Ronkel is also Lemon, right? No. Lenore Lemon is Oh, Reeves's that's right. The fiance. fiance. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. All these names I'm getting. I know. There's more than four, like the last right. story. It's more confusing. Right. <laughs> uh, he apologized for his bad mood, went to bed, and then strangely, this is weird, um, in one of the police reports, Lemon said, somebody reported her saying, quote, he's going to shoot himself, whereupon, through the thin ceiling, they heard a bedside drawer open. Quote, Some pretty ass, thin ass ceilings. <laughs> right. If you can hear a drawer. <laughs> Sliding open. Quote, he is getting out the gun now and he is going to shoot himself. Quote. Lemon continued and sure enough, a shot rang out. Uh, Bliss ran upstairs and found Reeves dead on the bed. So they did, they did find him. They say he was sitting on the side of the bed when he shot himself. I guess he was naked or in his under drawers. And that's kind of weird, right? For a suicide to, to shoot yourself naked. I mean, I mean, one one could argue that you're not in the right mind if you're going <laughs> right. to shoot yourself yeah. anyhow. I so. guess. I don't know. He left no note, and, and the fact that he was naked is is odd, and, I mean, mixed with the other physical evidence. But, um, okay, so. <laughs> what were you going with it? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she apparently said that. So what we do know is. If there's one thing we do know, <laughs> drunk people. Somebody's lying. Don't. Yes. Yeah. There's oh, definitely yeah. somebody's lying about yes. something. Which, in itself, if someone's lying, there's a reason they're lying. Now, is yeah. it because it was some sort of a crazy sex goat orgy that they're trying to cover up so nobody knows? Is it drugs or something like that? <laughs> you know, I, I just do that in there for Hannah. <laughs> But they're lying for something because right. if the situ- if the if they were all just having a their little own shindig there at the house, nothing's going on, and then he's just in a piss off mood and decides to shoot himself, then I mean the the truth is never going to change. Right. Facts are facts, and facts are always going to be there. So, but because the truth has changed between multiple people, somebody's lying. Right. So, get this. Lay so- it on me. So, in the week-long investigation that followed, 
the evidence seal on the property was broken, probably by Lemon, and she uh, absconded to New York never to return with $4,000 in traveler's checks. So Reeves had supposedly bought the checks for a honeymoon that only Lemon seemed to know about. The coroner's autopsy took place only after the corpse had been thoroughly washed. See, I mean, From this report, yeah, throws out the gunshot residue. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, we're, we're looking into shoddy police work already. Here. I know, right? Um, see, this one says that it failed to test for the gunpowder. Um, well, they wouldn't test for it if they knew the body was washed. It makes no sense for them to even run those tests. Nothing explained the bruises on his face Well, who would have chest. washed it? Who would have washed the body? Because if it goes from the crime scene to the coroner's office, the coroner's not going to say, hey, look, wash the body before I get to look at it. Right. Let's wash away all the evidence. Yeah, the, I mean, the coroner's not going to do that. It goes, from the, it goes from the scene to the body bag. That's why everything in there around there. Is that what there, they did back then, though? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, don't know. We're, we're, we're talking when? 60? I mean, well, I mean, I would assume you still... They, they apparently have no explanation for the bruises on his face and chest. There is some version of the story that puts him at, like, uh, a friendly wrestling match, just like in the gym, with another actor earlier that day. So that could have done it. That's but, possible. Now, also, though, mm-hmm. you know, if you're shooting yourself to the head, then that in itself can cause bruises to the face. Right. I mean, but chest? Does that happen? No, I wouldn't say chest. It's going to be your, all your trauma is going to be toward, towards the head. But, so, so that's compl- well. So someone's lying for sure. Someone's lying. Shoddy police work. Sketchy ass fiance, who escaped with the money so, after he died. So this one's, but no, I mean it's closed though. It's closed. They closed it and ruled it as a suicide. Well, if the the coroner's good <laughs> enough to put his name on it and says this is the way it happened. And now you know, in case you didn't know, the first Superman dies with a gunshot wound to the head, and Natalie Wood. From the West Side Story. Drowning. I was looking at the autopsy report. What's it say? I mean, there's lots of things to it. I mean, I mean, again, it's a lot, but I mean, it's interesting. I'm still not done yet. I'll have to look into it. We might have to do a part two. Or, no, no. A 1A. A supplement <laughs> to this episode. I mean, I didn't look at autopsy reports. I looked at several articles. And right. Things, well, I mean... Autopsy reports can be very dry, and if you don't know what they're talking about, it's just useless to look at. Like, if Hannah was to peruse an <laughs> autopsy report, she'd go. She'd go two lines in and walk out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. If there's pictures, I'd probably be intrigued. There's no, there's no pictures. I mean, well, there's drawings, but it's, it's, there's no pornographic pictures. pictures. I know. I know you want pictures. Dick pics. <laughs> dick pics. Please send me your dick pics. I'm done. <laughs> So, now that we got those done, and it was interesting, we struggled through, but we did it, right? I mean, we I don't did. feel like I struggled through that much, did no, I? I thought it was No, no, I mean, it was just, well. we, we were working the episode, you know, pad- <laughs> battling through, you know. Yeah. So maybe struggling wasn't the Powered right. ba- through. Powered through, there you go. Yeah. But now we're going to swing it over to... Now we're going to struggle through. <laughs> it's, it's over with. You know what? Now's, <laughs> now's the time to go ahead and turn it off. Because we're going to let Hannah get involved here. Hannah is going to pick up the bat and take a swing at the last words segment. Hannah, last words. Hannah was given enough rope to pick her own one that she wants to go here. So let's see if she does it. I just picked one at random. So we're going to see how no, that don't, goes. Don't, don't, don't just pick one at random. <laughs> Come up with something good. Yeah. And get close to your mic. You got to read into the mic. Read into Put the mic. Put your phone down. Get off. How are you going to read and look at Facebook at the same time? <laughs> I don't even have my phone in my hand. Give me that. Yeah. Oh, so you lost your phone again now. See? I, and I wasn't even on it. Look. Uh-huh. Y'all. It's, a, it's, it's an addiction. It's an addiction, Hannah. <laughs> it's been sitting there it's for like addiction. five minutes. I haven't touched it in like five minutes. Her battery's dead. Go ahead. <laughs> last words. Brought to you by <laughs> Hannah. Famous last words. Let's Famous see last words. Okay. I always talk better lying down. <laughs> <laughs> President James Madison. Okay. Okay. 
So standing up, Madison was only 5'4", making him the tiniest chief executive in his in history. Okay. Not his story. <laughs> his story? <laughs> he would have been the tallest in his story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. He had helped shape his young country by serving in the Continental Congress, framing the Bill of Rights, and earning the... I don't know this word. <laughs> he has moniker? trouble with words. Moniker. Okay. Is that, is that if it? If you're reading it out and if you don't know the word, just bypass it. Find some way to skip over that word and make something up that sounds good. Okay. That's how you roll with that. We're just going to roll on past. Father of the Constitution, <laughs> all before he was, he was elected as the fourth U.S. president. I'm a lot better at fet life than this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I almost want to. I, I want to see how you read some fet life some, profiles. It, it's pretty interesting. BSMD seeks WWMD with a BBC and a. We need to brand ourselves BBC. As, as something entirely different. <laughs> natural sciences, baby. I mean, it is natural science. Uh, Vitamin D. Anywho. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. His vivacious wife, Dolly. Calcium. Oh, my God. What? You get a lot of calcium, don't I you? I do. Oh, no. I'm filled Drink with your milk. Drink your milk. All right. Come on. <laughs> okay his vivacious wife dolly also played her part she saved an important portrait of george washington from the burning capital during the war of 1812 so he was laying in bed and said i always talk better lying down <laughs> with his what vivacious is, wife with his vivacious wife, dolly <laughs> That's that's interesting. I always talk better lying down. Yeah. Huh. There so you have it. Maybe he talks better while he's getting some action from his vivacious wife. Dolly. Dolly. I don't know about that. Bet you Dolly rode him real nice. Well, we made it through the episode. If you're still with us, <laughs> just congratulations. Barely. Just barely made barely it. We appreciate you listening to us. And this is The Extraordinary Files. It's extraordinary every time we decide to get together and do one of these. My name is Matt. I'm Ashley. And I'm Hannah. Along with Ted, the man behind the curtain, saying thanks for listening to us. Hope to see you, or hope to find that you... See us, listen see to us. See us, listen to us next week. <laughs> Hope for to see your next, number pop up. Yeah. For our next... Uh, or send us a message. Send us sure. something anywhere. Sure. Dating anywhere. Hicks. Comment with it. Hannah, I'm going <laughs> to smack your face off. <laughs> send Hannah your pics. She'll... Right. Don't, don't send them to the email because I'll just get upset. <laughs> yeah, don't send them. Ashley will be scarred for life. Um, you can send them to my email or my Snapchat. Yeah. Which but I no, know. Hannah likes to keep them, so don't send them. So she keeps them, categorizes them, prints them. I do. And then she like I'm you should album. see her room. I mean, if you walk into her bedroom, it looks like mm -hmm. a, a. They print. She prints all the pictures that she gets and just hang them all around all the walls. So you walk in there and you're surrounded by phalluses. It looks like a, but, but it's like a crime scene. She's got like yeah, sorted and and you know strangled yeah. with, with yeah. yarn. You know, this one. Needs to hang out with this one. I'm pretty this sure one this one's this the app. same as this one. <laughs> this one sent me a video. This one did not. You know. So you get you get you're higher up on the list if you send a video. Yeah, absolutely. And now you know. Now you know. All right. Thanks for talk or listening to us. Talking with us. <laughs> thanks for talking with us. <laughs> It, 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 it's it's been real it's been rough they're it's probably driving down the road shut the fuck up yeah. guys they click stopped. they stopped a long time ago <laughs> well fuck you too <laughs> okay not the response I hoped <laughs> who are you talking to the listeners if they turned us off they're like <laughs> okay that works there you go alright everybody we're out of here we'll see
talk. We'll <laughs> give you another episode next week. <laughs>